people, 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 welcome back to another pre-recorded podcast of the Arsenio Buck Show, bringing to you today, I'm Gary V, baby, happy Monday, thank the universe, it's Monday, thank God, it's Monday, thank Buddha, it's Monday, thank whatever it is out there you believe in, it is Monday, because it's another day, it's another day, it's another beginning, it's another everything, every day is a new beginning, damn it, thank God it's Tuesday, thank the universe it's Wednesday, thank the universe it's Thursday, I don't give a damn, let's keep on going, here we go, guys. Oh, Jesus, I talked about PMA a lot, right? And what's actually really stopping you from achieving, you know, you know, achieving the goals, achieving against all odds? So can I, can I speak to you guys? Can I speak to you guys now? If this is the first time you're tuning in, I see a lot of people out there in uh, Wisconsin. Thank you guys so much. You guys have ultimately uh, have literally changed my mindset uh about <laughs> Wisconsin I, we won't even get into that but honestly first and foremost shout out to everyone around the world who are continue to listen to me and support my podcast thank you so much especially my website having the most successful month in its history you guys are all wonderful beings but let's let's put some focus here let's put this in the context at the end of 2015 I'm going to become vulnerable right now <sighs> the end of 2015 end of 2015 how can I even talk about the end of 2015? So basically, sometime around that time, there was a, I'm guessing it was a flight attendant or someone that was working for one of the four-star airlines out here in Thailand by the name of Thai Airways. I remember that she was saying, you know what, I'm going to get you blacklisted from this country. I'm going to get pe- dangerous people to kick your face in. Don't, I mean, the threats were surreal. And I know you guys are probably asking, like, wait, who, what, where, when, why, who was this? How'd you get engaged into that? And I remember I showed one of my colleagues, he's like, dude, you want to stay away from engaging with crazy-ass lunatics like that. This girl, who actually looked beautiful in a picture and had all this glass of wine and stuff like that, she wanted to attack you. So luckily, I was able to make that conscious, you know, decision to say, okay, Arsenio, this is going nowhere. Hurry up, blocker. Delete yourself from this website. Never come back. And I never went back. <sighs> you know what? There were other times throughout that year, especially that year. And I kept using everything in terms of me being a black man and this and that. Kept using it as an excuse. And it just got worse. It got worse and worse and worse. And honestly, nothing ever changed. Until, again, I told myself, I said, am I just going to keep on just complaining about life like this? I mean, I've watched The Secret, and you know what? I started getting into the whole meditation thing. I had the Bob Proctor's money affirmation. I had the meditation in terms of uh, Bob Proctor. Um, I wasn't really doing any Glenn Harold yet. I just had his book. I didn't know if he had a meditation app. There were a lot of things that I was trying out at that specific moment, but... It, it was nothing that was ultimately changing my paradigm. I had some wonderful students. I had one that went on to go to, into a flight attendant then and this and that. And they were happy and I wasn't happy. I said, well, you know what? In order for me to be a teacher, I'm going to have to become happy. I'm going to have to make myself happy. I'm going to have to force myself to become happy. Or maybe I have to change something within me or within the blueprint of my soul that's literally negating me from achieving happiness. And that was the fact that I just kept saying Thai women hate black men, Thai women hate black men, 5,000 times a day. (sighs) So I had nothing. You know what? Of course, going through, you know, Tim Ferriss's book, The Low Information Diet, going over Stephen Covey's book in terms of, you know, uh, what is it? Circle of Concern and Circle of Influence, which ultimately was the best 
like the literally the best little chapter I've ever read in my life because I realize why am I going to sit and I was just listening to one of my podcasts from the very very beginning and he was the first interview it was only like a 15 minute podcast because it was between classes teacher Edward of course him being from Ireland he was like you know what Arsenio he was like these pla- these places are filled with a lot of sad ass stories of men who are going through horrible divorces back home. So they come out here to Asia to try to get a hot wife and do this and do that. The next thing you know, that hot wife ends up taking everything and they leave him with nothing. And so this emulates what you see in this teaching room, which is just a couple of doors down from here. A bunch of old ass men who are just bitching and complaining about every single detail about the host country. And when he actually told me this, this had to be at the beginning of 2016 when he gave me these words. That's when, of course, Napoleon Hill Cat came into my life. That's when I said, you know what? It's time for me to make this decision. He's absolutely right. But I said, Arsenio, you're going to have to face this fear right now. Because once you stop speaking to these individuals, you're going to become the topic and talk of the town. You are. And once I made that decision... The teachers by the name of Gary, the teachers by the name of this, and the teachers but of course, the oldest one, Harry and Ian, but they did everything they could to try to get me fired. They would literally come up to me in front of my face and say something, oh, how you doing today? Then they would say, oh my God, he has a YouTube video on YouTube, and he's using the, the, the whiteboard in this room, oh my God, and I still remember I was threatened. And I didn't leave at that specific moment in 2016. And the funniest thing was, she's like, oh, well, you can't use that anymore. And I'd be like, excuse me, you said I can't use that anymore? How about I leave right now? Here's my 30-day notice. Never did that because I never faced a fear. But now that I go back and look at this, what was stopping me back then? What's stopping you? What's stopping you? See, I could go through these stories all goddamn day. But you know what? Sitting on the beds and, you know, laying on my bed in a horrible place that literally had music coming on every night and and every day in the morning and I couldn't focus and there were doors slamming. There were punk ass university students literally hearing sex sounds all goddamn night. I couldn't get any sleep. I was unhappy. I was unhappy with my job place. I was unhappy with different people. What was it? What was it? Well, it all came back to me. The environment I created. See, now when you're able to be very bluntly honest with yourself and say, you know what, I created this, that's when you're in control. Because now, since you've created it, you can decreate it or uncreate it. Don't recreate it, because if you recreate it, you're going to keep on making the same. But you're going to continue that same lifestyle over and over and over So what did I do? Okay, Arsenio, what did you do? Well, I had to dive into books. I knew there had to be something in books. What I ended up doing, I ended up making those books into podcasts, not into the writing form. I wasn't really into writing back then. But then I finally made a blog and made it onto a website, and now that was the smartest move I've ever done, just like as everything else has been. But if you actually just stay focused for a little bit on this specific area, I was actually very, very surprised that I was able to get over everything in that, in that blueprint, especially the blueprint that was created at the beginning of my time here in Thailand back in May of 2013. I had to buy the alchemist. I had to figure out what my alchemy was. And I still think I know, what my al- I know where my alchemy is. 
And it's a little bit scary, but something is telling me to go to Morocco. And you know what? The TEDx is in Makarech this year. And something continues to tell me to go to Morocco or to go to Mongolia. But now Morocco, it just feels like there's that burning desire. But anyways, guys, I had to follow that alchemy because that was that very first book that I actually bought. Of course, I was going through the Napoleon Hill and figuring out how everything works. And then, boom, once I started learning how everything works, I started embedding myself with all this information. Then I went some more tri- went through some more troubling times in basically February, March, and April of 2016 because I was working at a job where they said, sorry, you can't teach this course because you're black. The teachers don't want the, – the, the students don't want a black teacher. They want a white teacher, blonde hair, blue eyes only. I'm sorry. That's what was – that's what – what I was going through, and that was the last little bit of ignorance I had to go through. The, like, sheer ignorance. Like, the we-don't-like-black type ignorance. But it's because I created it. Then, of course, going in through the Jack Canfield success principles, getting that that look, that, that oh, my God, I am a very handsome African-American man. Getting that look and building up that confidence again. Finding out what, you know... The art of good clothing and a pleasing personality and this and that. Finding out about all of this, I reinstilled everything. And I realized that what was stopping me, I was just, I became so attached to the negativity. I became so uh, uh, attached to, so many people out there are attached to the Donald Trumps of the world. The Republicans, the Democrats, these labels that continue to divide society on all levels. That's what you're attracted to. So if we go over some things, let's just go over some of these excuses that a lot of you guys are actually, you know, that you're basically creating for yourself. You know, I have a full-time job. Hell, I got a full-time job. I don't have any money. It's your fault you don't have any money. I have kids. No excuse. I don't have time. Bullshit. My industry has too many strict rules. (laughs) Well, you got to get out of that industry. I have an idea for an app, but I don't know how to code you could find someone how to go or you could learn it. My parents don't get it. I don't give a damn about your parents. My family's holding me back. Leave your family like I did. I'm afraid my friends will get ahead of me. Stop comparing yourselves to your friends. I still haven't finished the books I uh, uh, or the books assigned by my life coach. Because you don't want to finish the books that were assigned by your life coach. No one was watching. No one needs to watch. Only a few people were reading. It's just like my podcast, right? In the very beginning, did I have a whole bunch of views? Nope. Do I still have a whole bunch of views now? Nope. But the thing is, this could be carried on for generations. Who knows how long this is going to be out. My voice right now on, of course, April the 25th, 2018. Hello, everyone who's living right now in 2300. Pretty cool, huh? See, it's so many people get caught up in the now and they forget about everything else. The legacy means everything. I don't know which idea to pursue. You got to try shit out. I don't have the right equipment. That's the worst. Right equipment for what? Are you trying to set up like a radio DJ host crazy thingy? Shut up. Right? I don't know where to start. Exactly. Start. I'm too old. I don't want to hear that. Because you know what the life expectancy was 55, uh, probably about 60 years ago. People would die between 55 and 65 years old. A lot of people are living to 90 right now. And it's going to continue to get higher and higher and higher with technology. In about 100 years, we're going to be living to about 130 years old. So I don't want to hear about the, oh, I'm too old. 
a lot of people are stressing about, oh, 14 years old to 35 years old. I don't know what to do and this and that. Honestly, when you're 40, 45, 50, 55, look at Jack Canfield. Look at Bob Proctor. He's 84 and he's still giving presentations around the world and traveling. I don't want to hear that. That's another excuse. I'm an artist, not a business person. That's why there's SoundCloud. That's why there's so many things that you could do in terms of artistry. I'm not doing anything monetizable. Don't think about the money straight off the back. I'm afraid I'll get hate uh, hate comments. Now, that's the best part about it. See, when it comes to hate, now, luckily, I've never been part of that, you know, that class anymore. Uh, you know, I've never had those emails say, oh, my God, I think you're stupid. I think you're ugly. I think you're this. It's impossible. My, what I speak is just too truthful. What can someone possibly say to retaliate to what I'm saying right now. You don't know what you're talking about? Hmm? I'm going to be like, wait, I don't know what I'm talking about. So what is it you do? It's impossible. I'm not attracting any of those types of people. Now, of course, maybe if I become bigger and this and that, okay, it might get bigger. But the thing is, I'm in Thailand. And because I'm in Thailand, well, the thing is, I'm not technically in that American market. And because I'm not in the American market, I'm more on the world market, I'm not going to have a whole bunch of people saying this and that about me. Look at it from this perspective. If you look at Patrick Bedavid, because he has a background of being from, I think, uh, somewhere in Northern Africa or the Middle East, all his comments on his channel are all positive. Because it's people who have changed, he changed their lives. Especially if you look at... Um, People from India, people from anywhere in the Middle East, if you look at any of their comments, they always say thank you. They're extremely grateful. It's just when you actually go over to the different, you know, the Western societies, they have a tendency of being more predisposed to negativity. Man, I can't remember the last time. I, the last time I got a comment, I think, was somebody saying golden shower. And it had to be sometime like uh, two years ago, I think, or something like that, because I still remember... Was it two years ago? Or it had to be last year. Maybe very, very early last year, though. Last year was 2017. Yeah, but anyways, someone just ignorant posted a go. Oh, yeah, not golden rule, golden shower block them. Um, that was it. I haven't had anyone say, um, I really don't know what you're talking about. This is really stupid. Your voice is too loud. You're too this. You're too that. I think I had one, uh, one lady from America. She said, oh, uh, a bit loud. Or she said something like that. And this had to be, ooh, this was back in 2016. Again, this was when I was finally getting over that hump. Um, There were other times that I've talked to other people on different videos back in the early stages of 2016, but I never engaged with ignorance anymore. You know what I mean? But the thing is, when you get hate mail, it's because you trigger something within them. It's because you're speaking the truth. People don't want to hear the truth. People want to hear the BS. People don't want to think. This is why people like such as, no no offense, but people like Logan Paul and Jake Paul and all these other people who are very famous on YouTube, they do ridiculously stupid ass things so they can get the attention of a specific type, you know, specific group of people. That's all that really, really matters. And that's where the attention is, right? Can't hate him for it. He's making a living off of it. But at the same time, I'm actually really thinking and saying, huh, okay. I get it, Arsenio. You're not getting that much attention because of this, because of that, because now there are a lot of podcasts out there because of who gives a damn. But are you learning from all of this? And I absolutely am. And you know what? Just thinking about it. Nothing's stopping me anymore. 
But you really have to ask yourself what's stopping you. I just had an idea. I've been talking to one of my content creators. She's she's been talking to me about a lot of different things. And she's like, yeah, I think you need to... Um, well, I think you need to start up this, or you should do this, and this and that. And I said, you know what I was thinking about? I said, I want to have the most diverse company on the planet. Now, a lot of people would say, oh, Mind Valley, there are, you know, you know, Mind Valley Academy, if you guys don't know about that. There are a lot of people, what, 58 different countries working there, this and that. Honestly, I want to take a picture with li- literally, I got a, a content writer from Malaysia, got a graphic designer from Mongolia, you know. I got uh I got some you know another writer from Algeria. I got a tech wizard from what's it Cyprus. Go down here. I got a couple of people from South Brazil. You could go into Nicaragua. You see that's my goal. So I'm no longer stopped. But what you really have to think about these excuses I mean they're no more. Listen, I've heard them all. You've heard them all. You've said them all. But when are you really going to take and make the effort to just start and not give a damn about other people. That's when you begin to tear down the paradigm within your own mind. So keep that in mind with you until the next podcast. As always, this is your host, Arsenio. Over and out.